Hello, everyone. I'm Angie Stewart, an assistant editor for Becker's ASC Review. Thank you for tuning in to the Becker's Ambulatory Surgical Center podcast series. Today, I am pleased to be joined by Jarrett Landman to discuss recovering from the pandemic, opportunities for growth, and more. Jarrett Landman is the Chief Executive Officer of the Orthopedic Surgical Center of the North Shore in Peabody, Massachusetts. He has been in this role since April 2014, and Jarrett is also the Chief Operating Officer at Sports Medicine North and has been with their team since 2002. Jarrett, thank you for taking the time to talk with us today. My pleasure, Angie. Thanks so much for having me on. Fantastic, of course. So with that, let's jump into the first topic in our conversation today. We'll just start with a broad overview. So what does the ASC landscape look like today in the midst of the COVID pandemic? In a word, I'd say fortunate. You know, from where I sit in Massachusetts, uh, we took a pretty aggressive approach early on during the pandemic. Uh, Most elective medical services were shut down for almost a quarter of this year. So if you would have told me back on March the 16th that other than a few trauma cases, I would essentially have no patients, no source of revenue for 12 weeks, probably wouldn't have thought very optimistically about the present or the future of the center, if I'm being candid. But, you know, that being said, now having emerged from this first wave, you know, I have a pretty high confidence level in the resilience of the ASC market here. Um, You know, patients returned in earnest, seeking the care that was so very much needed, but unfortunately delayed. Our providers and staff have found new ways to be efficient, despite the delays created by the additional safety screenings and testing. So while we're not completely out of the woods by any means, I still believe the market's in a good period of recovery at this point. Got it. That's a really interesting way to describe it as fortunate. (laughs) Um, Definitely some challenges early on, but it's good to be in a place where things are looking up. So I wanted to shift a little bit and let's talk about your ASC specifically. How did the pandemic affect your ASC's growth plans and how are you getting those plans back on track? Well, so nothing like COVID uh, to ruin our best laid plans, but in the end of 2019, November of 2019, uh, we launched our outpatient total joint program at our center. You know, and at that time, after months of of planning and deliberation, we had a conservative goal to perform about 75 cases in our first calendar year. You know, and then, as I just mentioned, we were shut down ostensibly for three months. So, you know, like most, I was worried about the resilience of the patients and whether they would return in earnest for the elective care once all those restrictions from COVID were being levied. But as a mentor once told me and actually held true again, medicine is a fairly recession-proof industry. And those patients who are in need of services always find a way back, particularly those who are in pain or have some level of dysfunction. So in a pleasantly unexpected way, COVID's actually helped accelerate the locomotive instead of derail it. You know, patients, you know, um, in higher frequency than ever uh, pre-COVID are now requesting outpatient total joints, and specifically those outpatient total joint procedures in the ASC setting. Um, And that's due in a large part because the hospitals are where the sick COVID patients are going for their care. So, you know, kind of circling back now to where our estimates were, you know, I mentioned I would have been happy to perform 75 cases in our first year. And now, despite losing the 12 weeks, we're likely to eclipse almost 100 cases in our first calendar year. So, you know, amongst a lot of really negative COVID stories people share, that's a pretty positive one. I'd say. Yeah, absolutely. Congratulations on getting that case volume up. I'm sure that was <laughs> definitely a relief after, like you said, the months-long shutdown to get that sort of volume. Hopefully it'll continue. I have my fingers crossed as we're talking. (laughs) Yeah, definitely (laughs) understandable. Um, And looking at the payer landscape, another area where I'm sure lots of surgery center leaders are crossing their fingers, 
what's the payer landscape like in your particular market and how has it changed since the pandemic began? So Massachusetts still remains a really highly regulated and hospital-centric healthcare environment. So most, if not all, payer contracts are processed through those hospitals. And, you know, freestanding ASCs like ours, um, the reimbursement is a fraction of what the hospitals, the hospital outpatient departments can generate on a per case basis. So what makes the ASC work so rewarding is the ability to provide that high quality of care and that patient-focused kind of efficient and low-cost environment, which I contend if uh, done well, you can still be really financially successful. Um, you know, with COVID-19, it's made us all really reevaluate everything in healthcare. And I think the, the payers haven't been immune to this either. Um, you know, we've seen the spontaneous changes in response to COVID, including reimbursement for telehealth and remote visits, you know, and the waiving of authorizations for many of the uh, patients who have had care delayed for um, the past, you know, three months or so. And so I imagine many of these policies and processes will carry forward. I also think that the, the patient pressure to have more of these procedures made available in the outpatient ASC setting is going to force payers to augment their fee schedules going forward where maybe they've been previously hesitant to do so. So I think, again, another potential positive to come out of this pandemic with, you know, downstream implications for the payers. Right. Absolutely. So as you look at those moving parts, um, over the next, I would say, two to five years, what do you see as your center's biggest opportunity for revenue growth? You know, for for us here at the OSC, I think it's really going to be about leveraging our multi-specialty license and growing um, from the energy of the patients to have care delivered outside of the hospital. Um, you know, despite our licensure, we've been a predominantly orthopedic outpatient facility since our inception. Um, but that being said, we're getting more and more requests from our local urologists, plastic surgeons, cardiologists, all looking for additional block time um, and to take cases out of the hospital and into our setting. So things like lithotripsy, cystoscopy, even plastic cases like, you know, breast augmentation, liposuction are all really safe and reasonable cases at this point in the ASC setting. Um, and so most importantly for us, you know, we have such a talented and dedicated team of nurses and techs that we feel we can safely and proficiently perform cases in all of these subspecialties. So I think growing horizontally is going to be just as important as, you know, acquiring all of those additional orthopedic cases that are, are finding their way to us, you know, in the post-COVID world. Yeah. And obviously that's a, that's a big trend in the space. A lot of people talking about new procedures being viable in the ASC space and looking to capture some of those. Um, so obviously, as, as you mentioned, that's a, a promising thing as we look forward. Um, but I'd also like to get your perspective on what is, in your opinion, the number one most exciting thing happening in the ASC space, where obviously, you know, we have some many exciting things. If you could just pick one, what would you say that is? Oh. So if I just get to pick one, and to your point, there are so many with the opportunities that are arising with the increasing case volume, but I'll, I'm going to go a little uh, a little outside the box and probably answer a little differently than you'd expect. And I'm going to say a renewed appreciation for the healthcare worker. It's probably the most important and most exciting thing I've seen in the aftermath of this pandemic. It's welcomed. It's long overdue, um, given it's particularly our clinical staff and their dedication to care delivery. You know, and I'm hopeful that this is ubiquitous throughout the market. You know, COVID has had just such a pervasive psychosocial and economic impact. You know, every day we just seem bombarded with stories that make us question overall human kindness. 
So, you know, for us, you know, the praise that we're receiving from our patients that we're keeping them safe and helping them recover, you know, during these unsettling times has been incredibly uplifting. And I, you know, could only hope that this appreciation spills forward in continuance for our staff, the quality care we deliver and the care model as we kind of move forward. Absolutely. I couldn't agree more about, you know, all the appreciation healthcare workers are getting right now is so, so well-deserved and much needed. So on that note, I think this is a good time to thank you, Jarrett, for your time today to tell us about what's going on at your center and share those insights with other leaders. I think we've had a great discussion today. Listeners, you can tune into more podcasts from Becker's Healthcare by visiting our podcast page at beckershospitalreview.com. Before we wrap up, Jarrett, do you have any last notes you'd like to add? No, just thank you so much uh, for having me on. And thank you so much to Becker's for all you do to support the ASC market and centers like mine.